Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to TCK Care, the podcast. This is your host, Stephen Black, and thank you for joining me as we come together sharing stories and strategies for supporting TCKs in all walks of life. Joining us on the show today is Megan Norton, who is possibly the first TCK um, diplomat kid to join us on the show. And also, Megan was the one who reached out to me uh, asking if she could be on the show, which I think is awesome because I'm sure there are stories and resources and books out there that even I don't know about. And the more people that come to me uh, with these conversations and resources and stories that they'd like to share on the podcast, the more ground we're able to cover together and um, the more conversations that we're able to have. And I love that. So I love hearing from people. So if you've got a story or something you'd like to share on the podcast or maybe something you'd like somebody else to talk about on the podcast, that's okay too. Um, go to tckcare.com slash connect. Again, tckcare.com slash connect. One more time, tckcare.com slash connect. Reach out to me, shoot me a note. I'd love to hear from you. Okay, sidebar over. Getting back to the topic at hand, Megan Norton, TCK uh, Diplomat Kid. We're going to be hearing a little bit about that in, the, in a minute. Also, the co-founder of Intercultural Transitions, uh, which is a nonprofit that serves TCKs. Awesome. Also, Megan is a, uh, I would say, freelancing TCK care consultant. So that's cool, right? All right. So let's get uh, let's get into things. Megan Norton, thank you for joining us on the show today. Thanks, Stephen. Um, like most TCKs, I have the five second answer, the five minute answer, and then let's have coffee and talk about five hours of this where I'm from. Um, I am a diplomat TCK. My dad worked for the U.S. Foreign Service. And so the list goes, I was born in Virginia, and then we moved to Pretoria, South Africa, back to Virginia, then to Seoul, South Korea, and then to Bonn, Germany, then to Frankfurt, Germany, and then to Tokyo, Japan, and then to Tel Aviv, Israel. And Israel is where I graduated high school, and my parents moved to Vienna, Austria. I moved to Florida, but... I would work at the embassies um, during the summer breaks. And so, you know, half the year in the States, three or four months in Vienna. Then I wanted to stay in Europe. And so I got a master's in Athens, Greece, like you do. And then after that, I couldn't get a job um, in Athens. It was during um, their economic crisis. Mm. But I love the country. I'd love to go back. And so I ended up on the couch at my brother's place in Greenville, South Carolina, um, where then I pursued my TESOL certification. And after I got that, I went back to Europe. So I taught in Hungary and in Poland. And then I went to Washington, D.C. to get my second master's in intercultural communication um, and concentrated on transnational education and TCK profile. Um, that intersection. And since then, I've been doing independent consulting for um, different organizations for TCK programming. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Which, if you're listening to TCK Care, the podcast, if you've been following along with it, just a heads up, we're coming up with a origins algorithm to explain to people where you're from and what percentage you're from that place. So if you're listening along on this, 
Stay tuned because there's an origins algorithm that's going to help you answer that question. And I'm very excited about it for myself. And I haven't been、I'm、to 10 countries. <laughs> I haven't been to 10 countries in five states. So that's pretty amazing.、Um, and so, if, <laughs> yeah. So, where are you living now, Megan? I am based in Michigan. Okay. Very cool. How does Michigan compare、mm-hmm. to the list of all the places you've been? <laughs> well,、um, I think that's.、Um, One of the challenges right now I'm working through as an adult TCK is explaining my story in a relatively homogeneous culture、um, and cultivating relationships.、Um, so it's definitely one of the challenges in my life stages right now.、Um, yeah, I hear you. In this place. I hear you.、Um, well, Megan, if we can get into things a little bit,、um, I want to, because you've been working as Um, a consultant and worked on you know, developing、uh, resources for TCKs.、Um, this is obviously you know, on your heart and your mind from your own personal experience, perhaps what you've seen in the lives of others as well.、Um, I wanted to get into、um, just TCK care in general, the field of TCK care.、Um, right. Specifically, where do you, where do you see、right. TCK care going in the future? Yeah.、Um... Yeah, that's a huge question. And I think it depends on what system, what sector, and what stakeholder you're looking at. Because、uh, in terms of systems and sectors, there's diplomat, missionary, military, corporate, international education, NGO, and, and now emerging multi directional trends in migration and immigration. So、uh, to break that down,、um, you know, I, I, I was at a conference earlier this year, and Madeleine Albright. And Powell were, were co、uh, keynote、uh, speakers, and they said the world cannot be more complicated. So,、um, TCK care, we can go macro, we could go micro in breaking that down. But I think essentially what the root is、um, and the ideal is, is that it is cross sector and collaborative.、Um, and I just want to shout out to Families in Global Transition as an organization because I think this is one really unique organization. That、um, brings together multiple sectors, and at their annual conference,、um, their, their represent, representatives、um, and participants from different sectors of the global mobile.、Um, and I've been a part of this organization for the past、um, four, five years. And I think it's just such a unique birthplace of collaborative projects. and... It's a microcosm of what ideal collaboration looks like when there are multiple languages and、um, several resor- resources shared that、um, are from multiple perspectives. So I think TCK Care、um, in the sectors that I've worked at,、um, it's really a unique place to see、um, non Western perspectives shared.、Mm. So、um, that's. That's one place. I know there are other places, and、um, I think, I think in, in any sector,、um, we need to look at what level of、um, what level are you trying to make change,、um, and who are the decision makers? How do you speak their language?、Um, who are the gatekeepers? How do we identify them, speak to them?、Um, so, 
I think uh, these are all huge questions, but I think organizations are doing good work. And is, is that what you're talking about? Like the micro versus macro, if you're going to go micro, you're looking at one specific set of TCKs and one specific, um, uh, one specific aspect of the TCK experience. Whereas if you're going macro, then you're looking at more of the uh, different sectors and bringing them together and collaborating more. Is that what, what you're kind of getting at? Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, also, looking at it in a, in a macro way of um, like, who are you, who are you speaking to? So mm. are you speaking to um, system leaders or are you speaking to practitioners or academics or parents or TCKs themselves? Um, and yeah, I mean, in that way, I'm also wondering how, how terms are defined um, mm. because I think there's been a long preamble of how do we define TCK or CCK and sometimes I honestly think we get hung up on the littlest words like a TCK is a person or a TCK is an individual or well how do we define significant so that's also where I'm like do we go macro or micro in terminology as well mm-hmm yeah, I hear you. With the terminology, I've gotten into several discussions on social media about, um, for example, the use of a label at all. Like, is it right or wrong to use a label? Mm -hmm. Is it helpful or unhelpful? And then um, the K in TCK. Well, should you use K if you're not a kid anymore? And how, how relevant is that actually? And a part of me really wants to get into this because I feel really passionate about the whole experience and the whole issue and all this stuff. And a part of me wants to just like, you know, let it slide. It's social media, you know? Maybe I shouldn't like invest emotionally in every discussion that comes along. Maybe a little bit right. for the sake of educating people and that kind of thing, but maybe not overly emotional for myself, my own well-being. <laughs> uh, right, right. And I think, I think a lot of... Um, that conversation is started maybe by practitioners and academics because they, they're looking for the boundaries or uh, the parameters of, of research or um, the population that they're looking at. So I think it's important, but also it is social media and like different models even irk me a little bit like that is that's not what a TCK like model is like, I don't know, but um, uh, you know, and then so some of that is just arbitrary, and um, I think we need to step back and say, okay, are we are we helping any TCK process their experience if we're nitpicking um, these these labels? But right. um, but also that that makes me think of also the need for more uh, research and professional literature on transition. And TCKs, um, I think, is still relatively sparse, that academic. And so uh, I think that is something also that FIGT, their research network, does a good job in locating and identifying resources in this space. Um, is there anything specific that comes to mind? Like, is there, are there any um, questions and research that you would like to see addressed? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And <laughs> if I were to do another degree, <laughs> this is multiple questions. Um, but, you know, I, I've been thinking about about some of the 
transitions um, that TCKs have, some of the transitions that uh, adult TCKs have, um, the one specifically from university into quote unquote the real world. And uh, one of the books that I recommend is um, Global Cosmopolitans by Linda Brim. I think that's one of the most, uh, oh, it's a little bit dense actually, but she highlights stories um, of globally mobile individuals in their 20s, 30s, and 40s about career changes or career choices. And that's, that's one of the only ones um, that I think highlights one of these critical changes, um, life stages for a TCK. And so I would love to see more research done on that transition, um, what what does that look like in a healthy way? Um, and again, is it uh, from what perspective and what what population? So it would need to be niche. Mm. So so that's the research. And w is there any like application that you feel like is um, wanting in TCK care? Like of all the things um, that have been developed over the years, mm -hmm. you know, Interaction has had transition seminars going for you know decades now. Um, and other organizations have come along and put out their own right. transition seminars. Mm -hmm. And so that's maybe growing in strength. Um, there has been a little bit of researching mm -hmm. going on. Uh, like you say, maybe not enough, or maybe there could be other questions. Um, there's, uh, you know, counseling. The therapy itself mm -hmm. is becoming more popular and more accessible to TCKs. Exactly. Are there other, yes. are there other applications of TCK care that um, you feel could be developed? Yes, and I think that are being developed. So, and and that's really exciting. Um, so one one thing that I'm really excited about to see in the international education space or or sector is safe passages across networks. Uh, Doug Oda's book um, stemmed from his from his book Safe Passages. I think their team is working um, to standardize and implement transition programs through primary and secondary school. So I think that's so key um, because, you know, like what um, what Interaction does, what Barnabas International does, Naramore, right, and Reboot in Canada, you know, those, those are the transition from high school to college or to university. Um, and what SPAN is doing are systematically implementing small transition programs and in international schools to help TCKs or globally mobile individuals transition well, um, leave well, and being received well. And I think that that's so key. I mean, there's there's still so I mean, Doug Oda himself, you know, they, says there's still very few schools worldwide that have developed or successfully developed and maintained comprehensive programs for addressing transitions. And Libby Stevens also talks about this in how if in the curriculum, if international schools could integrate um, TCK themed projects or, you know, she's given the example I know where in English class, why not you do a comparative essay of your home where you are now to what your parents have lived in or your grandparents. So, or do a project on geography, you know, where I live now compared to where I lived um, last year. So, you know, these various ways to integrate TCK care and the process and talking through the changes um, as in the formative years might help, might 
lead to better um, uh, processing of grief and loss and and healthy transitions overall. So I think that in the in the non-academic space, that's something I'm really excited to see in the future. Mm, that's very cool. And you've worked on improving <laughs> academic resources for TCKs through um, intercultural transitions as well, right? Yes, um, yes. My co-founder, Hannah Morris, and I, we have worked um, primarily with diplomat uh, TCKs um, at international schools and with U.S. Um, diplomat communities abroad to to help with more of the transition um, back to the U.S. So um, that's been those have been those have been really good um, conversations about what are the needs, um, what are some of the challenges for that transition, and I would I would advocate that to parents it, it starts earlier, <laughs> and mm. it's, it, the conversation and the dialogue starts a lot earlier than junior year. Yes. Oh my goodness, I may or may not have had conversations with parents talking about transitions, and they say, this is the way that I would like to commemorate all of the transitions that my children have gone through once they graduate high school, just to show them that like I've been paying attention and I've been witnessing things. And I inwardly cringe just a little bit when I hear that, because while commemorating things is awesome, um, like you say, it starts earlier than that. And doing healthy transitions mm -hmm. is really a process. And the more you can integrate uh, mm -hmm. an awareness of that, um, the better the ch child has, uh, the better chance the child has of success. So I really appreciate right, that. Right. And yeah. And on that, um, I wanted to also, uh, share a little bit or move into uh, my experience in the U S missions sector. I'm relatively new to understanding, um, this this sector, um, but working um, with Interaction International, uh, have I have a better understanding of what MK or missionary kid caregivers are. That was a new term to me this year. I had no idea that mm. MK caregivers existed, and how I I so see the value of MK caregivers at mission organizations, um, and how they come alongside. The family system. If we again, you know, when I started off the conversation, it depends on what system we're talking about. Um, and at the family system, I I went to a conference. It's called it was called MK Synergy last month, and that brought together several mission organizations and several MK caregiver uh, professionals. And I just wanted to sit with them and listen to how they are witnessing um, TCKs, uh, you know, with their developmental years, they are coming along beside parents advocating for uh, re what resources to use or um, even educational um, paths to take for their TCKs. And I'm, you know, I, I sat back and I was like, what, what does that look like um, in, a, in the diplomatic world or the military world? Who is that one person um, or office that a TCK has developed an external relationship with outside of the parental unit or family system that has witnessed, um, you know, some of the challenges they've had a, a, as a TCK. And I think one of the challenges or limitations to that, um, 
to that model of TCK care is when the MK caregiver leaves the organization or um, is overextended themselves and caring for, I would say, too many TCKs um, and isn't, isn't practicing healthy self-care themselves. So whereas I love, I love that so much that mission organizations do, I do want to, you know, just say um, if there are ways to support MK caregivers and their mission by mission organizations to invest in them, invest in, in their training and invest in their programming um, that I just respect them so much. And I wish that other sectors did have that person. So mm. that's my little soapbox. That's <laughs> cool. Yeah. Now, as you're talking about the MK Synergy Conference, I was trying, sitting here trying to repress my jealousy. I wasn't able to make it this year, but I've heard amazing things about that conference and definitely sounds like um, yes. a valuable asset for TCK care people. Yes, yes. And um, that thought crossed my mind getting back to, I think we were talking about, oh, parents, right? Parents advocating for um, for their kids, for helping them transition well. I don't know who said this at MK Synergy, but I thought it was important. And so if there are any TCK parents or parents of TCKs um, listening, um, especially for TCK teens, that teens need discipleship, not discipline, so that they can make decisions wisely on their own. Um, and a lot of TCKs fear disappointing their parents, so give them permission to fail and to ask, I don't understand. And, um, you know, not having high expectations for performance, but high expectations for character. And so I thought all of that was so rich. And, and that, again, that starts so much younger than being a teen, um, but it needs to be done purposefully and intentionally and repetitively. Mm, yeah, good word. Discipleship versus discipline. I feel like that's something that I'm going to have to process over, and then in the future I'll come back with an excellent you know, podcast question, <laughs> and I'll have an entire episode on that with someone at some point. Well, and that goes into where... Um, with intercultural transitions, what we're developing with the transition from high school to college is a lot of decision-making and advocating to parents, how many decisions are you letting your teens make independently? And and so that's part of that that whole adulting <laughs> transition. So, um, yeah, I just thought that was, that was, that was good. <laughs> yeah. Whoever said that, it's synergy. Definitely, definitely. Well, Megan, this has been so cool to um, just to have you on the podcast. Um, is there anything? Is there anything that we're missing in this conversation? I should say before we start winding things down. Just wanted to throw that out there. I feel I feel like we've covered a lot. Um, if I can systematically say two things that I think um, we can improve on in TCK care is to care holistically for the well-being of TCKs. I think sometimes we have a lot of resources maybe on the academic side or on um, the relational, relational side or social side of, of how TCKs develop, but um, even the mental and spiritual composition of a TCK. And I think there are there's emerging awareness um, for more mental health resources and access. Like you said earlier, um, I would highly recommend 
parents and TCKs themselves read Tim Sanford's book, I Have to Be Perfect. And um, I think there's also uh, emerging need for for even TCKs to have the language to identify and articulate their own feelings. Um, and then on the clinical professional side, I think there needs to be more, more awareness um, when, when professionals, either counselors, therapists, psychologists, to understand the TCK profile because things can be, you know, misdiagnosed as personality disorder um, or depression when in fact um, it is, it could perhaps be unresolved grief or um, challenges in cultural um, culture shock. Yeah, so right. I think, um, I think we're, there's good work being done in multiple sectors, um, lots of professionals. Um, and, and so I'm hopeful that that TCK care uh, is going to be um, is is more holistic and yeah, and that yeah. there's and that there's great, greater <laughs> greater awareness in general of the TCK issue, right? Um, I just heard someone talking mm -hmm. recently about TCK being added to the dictionary or something like that, like that. Um, not that it has been, but that like we're moving for this to be a more generally recognized term um, for the sake of awareness and mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Yeah, that's exciting. That's good to know. Um, and well, and even in an academic space, I'm I'm involved with an international educator higher ed um, organization and co-chairing um, a specific interest group called Global Nomads. And I'm advocating Global Nomads slash TCK because even on campuses with international student orientation um, slash TCK orientation, that's the term that that is sticking. Um, so, you know, there are glo global cosmopolitans, global nomads, um, globally mobile individuals. But when TCK or cross-cultural kids CCK comes into the conversation, you kind of have that baseline understanding. Oh, okay, we know, we know what kind of demographic we're we're speaking into. Mm. And then um, to wind down the show, Megan, if you could um, give a word of advice or encouragement to, I think specifically to TCK care people, whoever they may be, mm -hmm. what would that be? That that's a really great question, Stephen. Because um, and, and, you know, and I listen to your podcast every week, and I uh, I always look forward to this last question, what people will say. It also reminds me of, um, if you know the podcast by Lewis Howes, The School of Greatness, he always ends, you know, what is one truth that you want to leave? And it gives me so much anxiety to think about, you know, if I had to give my one truth. But, um, you know, so I'm not going to give one truth. But <laughs> I'm going to say that uh, for TCK caregivers and whatever sector, uh, whatever domain, whatever sphere of influence you have, uh, I would I would say champion collaboration over competitiveness. I think there's sometimes um, this sense of this is my space um, sometimes. So I would say reach out and people are willing to share resources and tools. 
Uh, I even think about um, tomorrow, Kaleidoscope has a free webinar for, for parents about how do you create safe spaces uh, to create dialogue with your TCK. And I love that. I, there, there are webinars, FIGT does webinars. Um, and, and so I would say collaborate also do do self-reflective exercises of your individual self of whatever you know are you are you practicing self-care um and and then what system are you in help doing do an assessment of of the system are is, is it a healthy system is it welcoming change is it respecting voices and holistically taking care of TCKs. Um, they're, they're, and, and then <laughs> I, I have this one quote, Stephen, um, that has kind of become my life mantra right now. It's um, from Steve Jobs. Uh, he says, you cannot connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect them looking backwards. So you have to trust that the dots will somehow connect in your future. You have to trust in something, um, and he goes on, and it's never let it me down, um, and it's made all the difference in my life. And why that's applicable to me, and I think it's applicable to individuals who work in this space and to systems, is that you might not understand um, what your influence is, or why you're doing what you're doing, or why something happens, but if you know what you're doing is right, and your, your self you're being proactive and learning and connecting with people um, and doing research in whatever capacity that looks like or you can do in your space. Um, I think that's all valid. And once we connect the dots of our own story, we're connecting dots with each other. And I love that. And I love the fact that you have this podcast because I think you're connecting dots and you're reaching across networks and you're reaching across different sectors in a really uh, tangible and important way. So um, I really appreciate you. And um, I, I don't know where this dot, where I'm in at this dot, but as an independent consultant, but um, I'm looking forward to whatever's next in, in my journey on this, um, on this road of TCK care that I, I value in my life. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for that, Megan. And yeah, I agree. Absolutely. Collaboration in the TCK world. <clears throat> Someone asked me once who my competition is. And I was like, you know, in TCK care, I don't feel a lot of competition. I feel more that, more that connection that these aren't, you know, people in other organizations, mm-hmm. Barnabas and interaction. I don't work for them, but they're not my competition. They're just my collaborators, you know? So I love that, that, that was part mm-hmm. of your advice is that like being open to that collaboration and open to that connection, um, and drawing, drawing the dots in retrospect and trusting that is all leading somewhere. That's beautiful. It's both helpful and poetic so cool thank you so much megan for taking <laughs> thanks taking thanks, the time Stephen. to yeah absolutely come on the podcast and share and take the time to share with us from your own personal experience and then just i'm talking about the field of tck care in general is um very very thought-provoking for me so i appreciate that yeah yeah thank you Stephen. And, and one last thing can i just do a shout out to gary nuss he's absolutely. my colleague at interaction international yeah. and we debrief and talk about your podcast episodes so nice hi gary i've been meaning to <laughs> shout out to gary anyways because he reaches out to me on occasion talks about the podcast with me and so gary if this is tuesday and you're on your walk man thank you for listening to the podcast and this shout out goes to you gary 
Awesome. We love you. <laughs> All right. You've been listening to TCK Care, the podcast with me, Stephen Black, as we share stories and strategies for supporting TCKs. Hosting and producing TCK Care, the podcast is a part of my ministry, which is made possible by the generous support of my financial partners. If you would like to make a one-time or recurring pledge, please go to tckcare.com slash give. Don't forget to subscribe to the show, rate it on your favorite podcast app, and stay tuned for more TCK Care coming up next week. <laughs>